1: Hey guys, back to the old angle. How do you back like to that? Back the old seats. Back to the old seats, back to the old angle. It's the Sklar Brothers. This is Sklar Bro Country, the Virus Edition, aka The Pandy Pods. AKA Two Dorks. Two no jorts. You have jorts I on today. I got Jorts. A. Jorts A. Center. Center. I, I like that. Thanks, man. I'm going with that one. Homeless cop. I love them on uh, Instagram. Thank you for uh dropping those in. AKA two men, one Afghan. Uh aka whatever else. AKA one pair need. of glasses, no classes. This is just us uh taking some dummies to school. Uh we have First of all, search. just to tell you. I know in uh, the Friday episode, by the way, today is, we're recording this on Friday for Monday, which is- uh, I think Brennan edited it Memorial Day. There was like, there's a whole time in the episode, it may have gotten edited out, it may not have, where we were talking about- the op, ep, the episode that dropped last Friday as if it was after the weekend. That's how mush our brains are. I don't are. know what day is what. All I know is we're recording this on a Friday. We're about to enter into the holiday weekend. When you guys receive this, it will be the midst of the holiday weekend. So Memorial Day, we want to take a moment just to say thank you to all of the servicemen and women who support this country, who defend this country, who around the world keep the peace. Yeah. Because we're not warmongers. Uh, we appreciate... We we know the goal is to keep the peace. And for the people who've lost their lives in the pursuit of that, we appreciate you and we are grateful for what the sacrifices you've made so we can live this free life and do this podcast and make fun of dumb people. So I say let's uh, jump in. Let's get into it. Uh let's start let's start where we where we should start. Barbershops. Big issue. Do you open up the barbershops in this world? So that's happening everywhere. Yeah. And and as we get into that discussion, we start to try to understand the sort of- Where's the barbershop The society place. within the barbershop right. too. So barbershops are one thing. Hair salons, very T- different thing. Totally different. So it, you don't see a lot of extra folks hanging yeah. around in a salon. But you do hear a lot of shit being talked oh, in yeah. a salon. Oh yeah. Like I mean, a lot it's it's of a different snaps, type of and girl. It's a know, different type of smack that gets talked in a salon versus a barbershop. But in a barbershop, you got a lot of dudes, old, old dudes, dudes, just people who aren't, who didn't come in with you? Who aren't there to get a haircut? Just hanging out, just hanging out, commenting on your very weighing per- it on your personal conversation. Yeah, distracting the guy who's cutting your hair. I mean, look, when we were kids, our dad took us to a barber shop. It was his barber shop. It was his, 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 his barber. barber. Uh, that's how we remember it was his barber so it, it was, was in the basement it was in a basement or it was in a parking garage. I think it was in a parking garage so the so the, there's like a big building in Clayton, Missouri and this was this is kind of a bit of a financial center of not downtown but kind of the second downtown. I think it was in the parking in the parking garage garage that was underneath the building is this thing this barber shop and that's where our dad got his haircut and the guy he went to was a guy by the name of Klaus a who, German man named Klaus Klaus the barber. Could by the way, Klaus the Barber could describe any number of Nazi war criminals. Yeah. Count like having countless crimes against humanity, against them. They went to Argentina. Now they're cutting hair in, in a St. Park in Louis. In St. Louis. And our dad still went to this guy. Honestly, this guy was that age. Okay. He, he was, was that age. Like, I don't know. Like, we're like, we, where were you in the forties, Klaus? We don't know. We didn't know much about him. All I knew is- Klaus the barber. Exactly. But here's what we did know. He couldn't really speak the language. He had a tank of piranhas. That also, to me. Tank of piranhas. I'd never seen a piranha in my life. He had a fish tank with piranhas in it. Tank of piranhas. Klaus the barber had a fish tank. Didn't make great conversation. No. Wasn't a great barber. Didn't do a great job (laughs) great hair. Our dad had great hair. Our dad had had the hair we wish we had. Yeah, he had great hair. He had great hair, and this guy butchered it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but he's really Klaus the Barber, not Klaus the So motor. I, but on some level, so we're like, why did dad keep going back to this German, this Nazi castaway? I'm going to throw a different attitude on that. I think dad went to this guy and, in like a power move as if to right. say here you take the scissors you fucking Nazi now you work for me bitch yeah that's like a that? power move it is kind of cut a power move cut my hair now that's so maybe he was giving it a little bit back to him I and don't so know There were and there were always old guys hanging out in there who I had no idea who they were yeah like and why it, why are these guys here and look not did, getting their hair cut it doesn't happen at salons that much no not, you don't have old guys hanging out at salons never so but we there was a place where we got our haircut fast forward like 20 years right and when we were in our 20s in new york city when we lived in new york 94 to 99 right down in the village right around the corner from the comedy cellar okay right the corner from west 4th street right near the the, the cage on west 4th street yeah, exactly uh and Bleecker and and 6th avenue was right down there right off the subway stop at west 4th it was near it was right near the comedy cellar and uh the guy who cut our hair was a guy italian named, guy named steve and he he was bald which is never a good sign. Like I don't know if he was bald because he, he was gave going himself, bald. A, or he gave himself a bad haircut and had to just kind of cover it up. So guy didn't have a lot of hair. And I'm telling you, I'm going to do an impression of him, and you you're going to think it's a stereotypical. You're going to blame joke. me thinking I'm doing one of the Mario Brothers. Right. No, he Steve he, would be. You'd call him up, and I'd say, "How late do you guys open?" Steve would answer the phone, and he's like, "We're open till eight. Come before eight. You guys are open till 8, so I can come at 9? No, no, we're no. open till 8. Come, come before, before eight. 8. Yeah, we get that. If you're open until eight, 8, we can't come at 8.15 and ask for a haircut. We open get that. Open till 8, come before. come before 8 was something we said with our friend Eric Freeman, our roommate, for years. Open before 8. Open till 8, come, come before, before 8. eight. That's number one. And, and the other two, thing is you walk in and he would say, hey. Hey, I cut a you hair. Hey, I cut a you hair. I cut a you hair.
0: I cut
1: a you hair. Like he was Chico Marx. Hey, I cut a you hair. I cut a you hair. I cut a you hair. And he did cut a our hair. He did. So the he, haircut, by the way, he was not a great barber. He was not a great barber. The haircut but cost. But it was sweet. I loved him. The haircut cost nine bucks. Nine bucks. When we started. Nine bucks. And we were dirt poor, but we'd give him... Well, so there were like a couple places. There was a place, if you went to Astor Place, there was like, oh, it was almost like an assembly line where they just like gave you a buzz cut, and that was 10 bucks. This guy was 9 bucks. 9 bucks. So it allowed us to give him a tip. Right. So here's 10 bucks. Have at it, Steve. And he did it for a couple of years. And by the way, we would call him at like 7 and be like, we're coming uh, down. And like, he always had room. Open till late. It's another, si- it. another sign that he's not a great wow Well, farmer. you never know. Anyway, he always gave his haircut, and then one year, we'd been on it for like two or three years. Then we came back one time and it went into new management and the haircuts went from $9 to $7. Went down. So something that was already cheaper than we thought it needed Nothing to be. Nothing in New York goes down in price. The ever. second it went down, we're like, we got to find a new barber. Because for some reason, $9 held him to a standard. <laughs> Once you get seven, he could do whatever he wants. And then point to it and be like, look, this is what it is. And you know what? The thing about it is that he... the when it went down to seven, there's also a thing where you're like, I didn't ask for it to go down to seven. No, we were we happy. Paying no one for was nine. complaining and no one was upset about it. You're getting ten either way. So you're either making two, three dollars in a tip or a one dollar in a tip. But when it goes down to a seven dollar haircut, you're it like, just feels like That's an- too cheap of a haircut. All bets are off. Right. All bets are off. All right. Well, we got a story at the top of this show. Uh that's about a It's our That's our history with with barbers. This is a story about uh, a a barber, barbershop, a barbershop in Washington that wants to have the governor of Washington, Inslee, arrested. Yes, yeah, so for a stay-at-home in order. Snowhomish barbershop, which Snowhomish sounds like a homophobic slur. I, I'm just going to say that it sounds like a homophobic slur to the Amish, right? Or it sounds like you, because I hear snow and I hear snow in there and I'm like, this is anti gay and anti winter. Yeah. That's what I think this thing is. Snow homish. Bob Martin, owner of Stag Barber and Styling. I'm gonna try, I'm going to tell you this right now. Not a lot of styling going on at Stag Barber and Styling. In Mostly snow- just Barber. It's Snow homish. Bob Martin, who is an older white guy, ignored the governor's stay at home order and local officials threatened to seek monetary penalties on this idiot. In the face of all that is Well, you know, he just basically just. They said, yeah. And he just is like, I'm going to openly defy the, the rules. rules. I'm right? just not going to close. I'm going to keep my shop In open. In this world where we all have to depend on each other, I'm going to openly so, defy so the rules. So I'm going to ask you this, Rand. Do you think he was pushed? by the guys who hang out by the door. Maybe, Maybe don't hold the door open for like, you, but they're still upset come. that they have to spend so much time with their wives now. They would rather, like barbershops are social clubs that you don't have to pay to get into. That's right. It's a country club that you That's can, right. they, you don't have to have any money. You Same conversations ahead. that are going on in a barbershop go on at a at a poker table at a country club. A poker table in the men's locker room. At a, at a country club. Yes. So they told, the, they probably told this guy to stay open. Yeah. And, and not only is he staying over, open, This guy's going on the offensive and trying to take down the. You can't just stay open. Okay. The quotes in the story are what make it great. Why don't you read the first one? The governor is acting in sedition. He doesn't know what sedition is no way. And treason against me and the American people. Therefore, I call on the arrest of the governor for violating the sacred trust and the security of the American people. Sedition, by the way, is an act against the laws. Right. how can he be acting against the laws that he's laying down? That he's creating. You he can created. say that. You can say the laws are harmful to my business. That's right. You can say, but the guy who's laying down the laws cannot be in sedition. No, no he, he can't. He doesn't know what the word sedition is, but he just used it anyway. He's out over his skis. And yes, by protecting you from getting sick, he is violating your security. So I can't. I, can't I argue cannot argue with him wanting to make sure you stay safe. Here's another quote you're going to love. Good for this guy, noted customer, Travis Fratow. Mm-hmm. This is the guy who hangs out at the He's place. He's Fratownizing. Uh, we live in America and it's a free country and you should be able to take risk at your own risk. Yeah, dummy, unless it affects other people and then you can't take risk at your own risk. You want to get drunk in your on your own and ruin your own liver? It's but America, take risk it. at your own risk is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I mean, like, it's almost like this guy is in sedition. Yeah, he is in sedition. Noted customer slash guy who never leaves the store. <laughs> right. Noted customer. Like, I don't even think they're, they're saying... I know they're saying noted comma customer, customer. so-and-so, but there was no comma in there. And so, so it's is he just a noted, noted customer? customer? Exactly. Uh, he's a guy who just like, he never pays. He just sits by the door, never opens the door. I think this is the kind of guy who thinks that the government controls us through Alexa, which they might. All services are essential, not because of the service they provide, but because it's essential for everyone to provide for the family, said customer Susie Salin. Who's this gal? This is a gal who's got some bangs. She's I'll got a lot of one. bangs. Hello, bangs. Hello. And this again, And this is a woman who refuses to learn the meaning of essential. She's essentially an idiot. If she just said, I love this old racist and I don't want to see a shop go out of business, then at least that makes sense. At least she's being honest. You're being honest. Don't hide behind words you don't understand. So Martin, by the way, is looking to add businesses to his coalition to bring down the government. And this is what I want to say. And this is my point of this thing. If this asshole... Right, only took the same amount of time he's taking to try to gather other businesses to figure out a new way to do his business. Or if he was like, look, I got 10 great customers that I can count on and we all live in this little area and we're not far from each other. I'm going to pick a different driveway every Saturday. I'm going to come and I'll, I'll I'll do 10 haircuts. You call, or I'll go to everybody's house and sit in your driveway with gloves on and a mask on and I will cut your hair in your driveway. I how do you outside I cut a cut of you hair, that way we're not doing it inside. But no, no. He wants to spend all his energy. Yeah, It's just an old guy who was looking for a reason to try and yell at the government. That's right. And you got one, and now you're going to try and get the governor arrested, and you're going to lose. Exactly. So take your dumb, stupid time and put it into something smart. Get creative. Try to save your business. Go apply for every single loan you can possibly apply for. Go apply for unemployment. Go apply for everything. Get your money in your pocket and still run your business. And this is what I'll was- say about the guy you know there's super cuts yeah I'm gonna call his business stupid cuts super cutsstup cuts there you go call it that let's take a break yep. before we head to the break want to give a, a play you a voicemail from our good friends uh, at the mega podcast if you've ever want to know what uh, mega churches are doing in this time of the near apocalypse, I do, too these guys have a fantastic fully improvised podcast that we love so much they are great improvisers and it's all about a mega church and it is hysterical I want you to listen to this uh, voicemail and I want you to go subscribe to their podcast. We'll see you on the other side of the break.
0: Hey, fellas. Hallie Labonte from Mega the Podcast wanted to share a bit of a mystery from our last episode. Here goes. I was walking out of a Walgreens the other day, and a shady-looking guy approaches me and says, $5, sniff your panties. And I remain haunted by the experience. I can't figure it out. Was this a request, or was he providing a service? You leave out the article, it gets confusing. $5, sniff your panties. Do I get $5 for allowing him to smell my undergarments? Or does he get $5 to let me know what's going on down there? A guy washes your windshield at a stoplight, he expects a tip. Or I guess there's even a third way of looking at it. Is he giving me $5 to sniff my own panties like some kind of a weird dare? Eh, would love to hear your thoughts For more of how our Mega Church God moves in mysterious ways Listen to Mega the Podcast Oh, and if you want to know how it went down with the shady dude at Walgreen I handed him a link and I gave him a shot And he reported back that it was pretty fresh down there Totally worth the five bucks He was a real professional And he hoodles Mega the Podcast, baby We got a new episode out every Sunday day. And he said You gotta let the jello sit And he said
1: Hey, guys, we're back. Uh, Again, reminding you, uh, we are doing a stand-up show where we're headlining that you can buy tickets no matter where you live. Right now, we're headlining at the No Hair, Nowhere Comedy Club on June 4th. That is a Thursday at 7 p.m. on West Coast time, 10 p.m. East Coast. We're going uh, to put a link for tickets up on all of our socials very soon, but just pencil, mark that time off. They're only selling 390 tickets. I, I think we can sell it out. I would love to country. sell it out. For everyone who's listening to this podcast, uh, it'll be cool to see some of our other material, how we've taken some material for this and put it into that. So check that out. Nowhere Comedy Club, June 4th. And then, of course, we have our uh, YouTube page, Scalabro Country. Subscribe to that. Go uh, check out some of the great videos on it. Let's jump into the last Let's story. Let's get it. We? Yeah. So how is the rest of the world handling coronavirus, Jay? You I'm going to nest- say terribly. More specifically, the leaders on the national or state or local level, how are they handling it? Now, if the answer is, if we're talking about the United States, they're handling it terribly on the highest level. Right. The president's a dipshit. Uh, A little local, bit better on the uncool. state level. And the local level is doing pretty well, too. It depends some on which locality you're if talking If you're in about. the deep south or Wisconsin, you got issues. Right. If your answer is Peru, it's pretty shitty on the local so level. So Peru is essentially the Alabama of South America. Okay. okay. So the next story will tell you exactly what you need to know about this mayor named Jaime Rolando Urbina Torres. Too many names. Mayor of a small town in southern Peru is accused of breaking coronavirus lockdown to go drinking with friends. Well, he's taking it seriously. That's right. And when the police turned up... Uh, Did he... I'm going to give you a... Jay, don't look. I'm going to give you... What did he do? Did he, A, and you guys can play along too, turn himself in and then throw his friends under the bus? B, did he throw up on the cop's shoes and tell them that they were a bunch of Peruvian idiots? Mm -hmm. C, he apologized for his stupid behavior and admitted to having a drinking problem. Then he praised all the women in his life and talked about how interconnected society is, and he really should have known that given what his community has gone through. Or C... Did he jump into a coffin and pretend to have died? Oh, my God. I'm going to say... I'm going to say, was one of them throw up on someone's shoes? I think that's it. No. Uh, You knew that C was the most outrageous name because no Peruvian man has ever given women the credit they deserve. Okay? Right. It was D. He jumped into a coffin and pretended he had died. Get out of here. Offices were not fooled and charged him with breaking the national curfew. Yeah, they weren't fooled because he was breathing. Yes. Torres has been accused by locals of failing to take the virus seriously. I don't know. It feels like he, it seems like he's... Following well, the, all the protocols. I mean, what's insane is that the fact that he's. He followed all the protocols, Jay. Socially distance, yes. stay at home, limit contact with others. Then break the curfew, drink with friends, avoid the police, pretend that you're dead by climbing into a coffin. It's all standard. Well, what's crazy is that you know the more he goes out like this, sooner he'll be jumping into a coffin. That's right, for real. The for mayor life. of a small town in Peru decided to play dead after being caught by the police violating. Correct- did, he Ooh, he a good get, boy. did he think he was going to Did he think he was going to get There's off no this way. way? There's no. This is like any anyone who ever. This is from Dumb People Town. We've learned that if you try to run from the cops, you're just going to make them mad. Jaime Rolando Urbina-Torres was pictured in a li- lying in an open casket wearing a face mask by officers who came to arrest him on Monday night in the town of Tantara in the south of the country. At least he was wearing a face mask in yeah. this thing. Thank God. You know, that's like more than I can say about you know, Trump. You know how most uh dead people always have a face mask on just yeah, to protect them. They want to make sure they don't catch anything for the afterlife. That's true. I get it. That, that makes I get sense. At I least police, I police say he violated, I'll show you a picture Dave, Violated curfew. Mm-hmm. Uh obviously in distancing but, but, but laws. All of this was in service of him going out and drinking with his <laughs> friends. Like this wasn't a like I would even, I would even give him like Okay, he's got a mistress. Guy's got a mistress. Lockdown means he hasn't been able to see his mistress. He can't stand it anymore. He's got to go out and see him. But going out and having drinks with his friends, that's the... I understand it. I miss it. I miss going out and having drinks with my friends. Yeah, I'm not the mayor of a town. So I'm going to show you the picture. And maybe... So here he is. That's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Try and hold it up so that maybe you guys can see it too. See that? Okay. That's a guy who never isn't wearing jeans. (laughs) That guy guy is always wearing jeans. Uh, So here's the best line in the whole article. It's not clear exactly where he and his friends were drinking or why there were open caskets close at hand. Well, maybe that's the theme of the bar. Look, you're not doing your research, son. If you're writing this article, everyone knows that if you're drinking with the mayor of a small Peruvian town, you have to have at least four or five open caskets nearby in case he gets wild. Are we partying tonight? We're open casketing it tonight, bro. That's just Peruvian drinking tradition. I've been to Peru. I've been to Peru. And you know what? I think this is possible. Mm-hmm. Police failed to fall for the ruse and instead of course they ar- arrested him, who said was drunk for breaching the lockdown rules. The town, along with the rest of Peru, was officially placed on lockdown 66 days ago, which there is far too late uh-huh. The central uh, by the government. But uh, angry locals said Torres has spent just eight days in town. In the town since the lockdown. And he failed to put in place any local safety. Event. At least they're angry at him. Yeah. At least about ha- ha- support. At least I'm it's not happy. like a barber shop in small Home. I homes. am happy that the rule of law is coming from the people. Like what platform did this guy run on to become the mayor? I promise to get drunk with all the locals and pretend that I'm dead to fool the cops Four more years. Four more years. He, so the, the pretending that he's dead was to me the funny cause he, or my name isn't Ronaldo Urbina Torres. This message is approved by Jaime Ronaldo Urbina Torres. The absentee mayor is what they're calling him <laughs> right. a hall to a town meeting on May 9th to defend himself, uh, he unleashed a series of angry tirades against locals absentee mayor though does sound to me like a british sitcom from the 1970s starring eric idle yes right the absentee mayor absentee mayor according he's never to there. according to local media well he's there but he's never he's never there According to local media, he was repeatedly shot. So he's a mayor who got a lobotomy, but he keeps (laughs) winning. He was repeatedly shot down by his own officials. This is a great show. We need to pitch this. When he gave excuses for uh, failing to open emergency coronavirus quarantine shelters. This guy is doing nothing. He's doing everything the opposite. He's going against... Common knowledge. This guy sou- sounds like he should not be the mayor of a small Peruvian town and instead should be the president of the United States because yeah. even this asshole right. is doing more than our current president is He's like is on doing. Peruvian jackass. Because he wore, at least he wore a mask when he was getting drunk. Yeah. Given that, he was also accused of uh, failing to put in proper safety checks to ensure people from outside the town can to enter it. Okay, so he's doing absolutely nothing. The yeah. Americas is now at the epicenter of the global coronavirus pandemic with the region seeing coronavirus case totals and death totals rise faster than any other region. So yeah, yeah. joking about your own death feels like it's not tone deaf at all. No, not at all. If I were his campaign manager, which I'm sure he does not have, a I campaign, guarantee you does not have a campaign I bet manager. he's got a champagne manager. Hello, he, folks. If I were his campaign slash champagne manager, I would say to Torres, "Okay, here's here's how I would have played it if I was telling him that." Okay. I would say that he was participating in and creating an immersive art experience called yes. Masked in a Casket. Masked in a Casket. That he is heavily influenced by Laurie Anderson. <laughs> performance and Grace artist. Grace Jones, performance artist. And that he wanted to show how much this virus is devastating the common man who he represents, wearing jeans, wearing a mask. And he needed to get drunk just to have the courage to get into a casket. He's got a great fear of caskets and a great fear of death. And he needed to get drunk with his friends to do it. That's why he broke the curfew. Am I, could I Look, be his champagne manager? You could be a champagne manager. And yes, I think that story tracks. Sometimes curfews need to be broken so that the art world can reach the real world. Yes. And then I'd throw up all the champagne that I had drunk yeah, after that course. because I'm his champagne manager. Okay. I'm assuming this guy will not get reelected. No, he's not okay. getting reelected. Okay, no. and so if you're one of his boys who broke the curfew, get that mayoral pardon right now. Yes, can he be unseated for this? Do I don't think- know how Peruvian politics work. I think you could become mayor for life. I that's highly. I love possible. that we're trusting the police in this small Peruvian. Look, town. the police stepped up in this situation. Like that's not always the case. Pre- police are often in certain in certain areas of this world. In the uh, politician's back pocket. Okay, so Masked in a Casket is an installation that, in my opinion, would make a ton of money in the New York art scene. Just famous wax figures in masks in caskets. Waxed and masked in caskets. Why is this not? I want all the money to be... It's donated donated to, to us or to COVID nineteen or to COVID nineteen frontline workers. There you go. Or us. That's the show, we're guys. All, we're, we're 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 backline workers. We are doing we're backline, but we're doing our best to help everybody up front. We hope we give you that break, that thirty minutes in a day. I hope you have a nice holiday today with your families and stuff. Try and spend it. Try and do something special. Punch a water faucet, then go wash your hands. Stay socially distanced, but stay connected. Don't get infected and stay protected. We love you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow.
0: La-di-da. La ti-da-ti-da-t-a La-Ta-Da- Da in my car. Scarpens Avenue, a podcast A podcast network.